listening to the Echoes of Dove 22. You're listening to a series I am starting today about fathers because Father Day is Father's Day is coming up on Sunday, and I want to do exactly what I did for Mother's Day. If you haven't heard the series where I took each letter of the word mother, go back and check it out. It's um, very um, very unique, and I like to be unique with my approach with everything. So. Let's, let's look at the word father and let's look at some biblical examples of people in the Bible and also an adjective that describes fathers. So, first one, um, the letter F in the word father. Um, let's look at the, the guy in the Bible. His name was Festus. It's spelled F-E-S-T-U-S. As you look and you research in Acts chapter 25, if you read it on your own time, this is when um, Paul was led to Festus and he was about to stand trial. And what ended up happening is, uh, you know, Festus actually succeeded this guy named Phoenix as governor. And Paul's pending case is his one of his first concerns. So what ends up happening is Festus hadn't even been to his home yet, and he invites Paul's accusers to go with him to Caesarea and get things squared away. So Festus could see the charges against Paul were kind of kind of up in the air as being kind of like suspicious, like, are these even real charges? And he wanted to have a good rapport with his people, um, you know, and also... He, what he does is he asks Paul to go to Jerusalem and stand trial. This way, he wouldn't even have to, first of all, he would be on the good side of the Jewish leadership. And second of all, he could move the venue of the trial so he wouldn't have to deal with it head on. And so, you know, as you keep on reading in Acts chapter 25, he actually gets uh, advice about this from King Herod Agrippa and his sister uh, Bernice. He asked them for advice and he, he wants to understand why are the Jews trying to kill Paul? And he also knows it's absurd to send a man to trial in Rome with no official charges. So, you know, as the story goes on, despite Paul's innocence, um, you know, Paul had appealed to Caesar and Festus had to send him on. So I like what this is. It, it kind of, if you look at it, it's kind of like this. Festus was to Paul what Pontius Pilate was to Jesus. If you guys remember the story, um, he valued peace with the Jews more than justice. And despite determining his prisoner was innocent, he sent him to judgment. In the quest for political control, Festus dismissed Paul's situation as a dispute. And at one point, when Paul was speaking before Agrippa, Festus interrupted Paul's defense. You are out of your mind, Paul, he shouted. Your great learning is driving you insane. So Festus was a governor for only about two or three years before he died. But in this in this storyline of Festus, notice that his name starts with the letter F. 
he was fair in his judgment. And that's what fathers are. Fathers are fair. They're not a per they're not at least a good father. A good father is going to be fair in his judgment, in his decision making. And if something is not seeming right and people are trying to bring across uh, false accusations against people in your uh, that are under your authority, which in this case they were under Festus. Paul was under Festus's authority. So Festus could have did anything he wanted to do with him. He could have pleased the people and went on and charged them. And um, but you know he he sought he sought fairness. You know why are we trying to charge an innocent man here? It's something not right about the situation. Um, could he have let Paul go? Yes, he could have. But it it, it, it also he didn't know the full storyline upon why they were charging this innocent man. Same thing they were doing with Jesus when Pontius Pilate was in charge at the time. Like, why are we charging an innocent man? And so fathers, you know, are fair in their judgment. And fathers are going to be very careful in what they do before they render judgment. Before you even come across a a decision against something, you're going to gather data. You're going to collect enough information about something before you even make your judgment about it. And as a father, you have to be fair in your dealings. Let's say you have children, you have two kids. In my case, I have two girls. One is seven and one is five. I have to be fair in how I deal with both of them. Yeah, sure, I might handle the oldest different than I do my youngest. Yeah, one might be more sensitive than the other, so I might be able to be you know, a little bit more, uh, you know, tactful or a little bit more harder on one than the other because I know one can handle, you know, those, those, how I handle them differently. So, but what about the person that's more sensitive? I have to be fair, but I also have to be a good father. So look, Um, This is going to be a series. Tomorrow, I'm going to be doing the letter A. Um, And I hope that you guys are blessed uh, through this series of uh, what a great father is. You know, you know, a great father is going to be fair. I myself am working on this because we know we all can 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 be better. We all can do can strive to be better. Men as as men of God and and let's say you are somebody that's just listening to this podcast and uh, you're you're not, you know, really following biblical principles and being a father. Well, I hope that this is encouraging you to, you know, get back in your word, to get back to praying. Um, I hope that this has planted a seed or or has watered some growth in you to be a better, more fair er father. Have a God bless one.